0: Hallelujah, praise the Lord. For the meditation of the word of God today, let us turn to one of the most famous Psalms in the word of God, Psalm 51. The core theme of this Psalm says, create in me, O God, a clean heart. This is a Psalm of David when Nathan the prophet had gone to confront him after he had gone into Bathsheba. Let us keep the Bible open and let us continue to refer to the verses of this Psalm. Maybe you can pause the message here and read the psalm and continue after you are done. In 1 Kings chapter 15 verse 5, the word of God says, During his lifetime, King David did what had pleased God except in the case of Uriah the Hittite. This was a black mark in the life of David, in the spiritual life of David. He pleased God generally but in this matter, God was not pleased with him. And this psalm is written as a confession psalm, a psalm of confession and repentance after the Lord confronts him through prophet Nathan. In his prayer, David expresses three major requests. In Psalm 51 verses 1 to 7, David's heart cry to God is, Cleanse me, O God. Psalm 51 verses 8 to 12, David's heart cries, Restore me, O God. And Psalm 51 verses 13 to 18, David's heart cries to For God to teach him the heart of service. Let us look at each of these major sections once again. First section says, it's David's cry to God to cleanse him. We are living in times when humankind is very conscious of the need for a high level of hygiene. But what dirt does to the body, sin does to the inner man. So we have to be even more careful and cautious regarding sin than we are about the physical bodily hygiene. So it was right for David to feel defiled because of what he had done. Now in these 7 verses, Psalm 51 verses 1 to 7, we see the admission of David's guilt before God and the desperate plea for mercy. By committing adultery and murder, David had crossed over the line that God had drawn in his law. Essentially, he committed three versions of sin. He committed transgression, he committed sin, he committed iniquity. He crossed over the line that God had drawn in the law, that is called transgression. He missed the mark that God had set for him, that is called sin. And he yielded to his twisted sinful nature, which is called iniquity. He had willfully rebelled against God and therefore the word of God says no atonement was provided in the law for deliberate sins. Psalm 51 verses 1 to 2, if you read it, it says, Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love, according to your abundant mercy. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. David could only appeal to God's mercy, grace and love in this case. Blot out, in the word of God, refers to a debt that has to be paid. And cleanse refers to a defilement that is caused by touching something unclean, which has got to be cleansed. It is almost used for a disease. And the word wash is used to refer to the cleansing of a clothing that has been made dirty. Now David knows that only this kind of a thorough cleansing of blotting out, of cleansing, of washing, can cleanse him from the sin that was defiling and infecting his inner man. David was conscious of that. In Psalm 51 verse 4, the word of God says, Against you only have I sinned and done that which is evil in your sight. David had certainly sinned against Bathsheba and Uriah, but his greatest responsibility of sin was towards God because he violated his relation with God by sinning against God. Now, all godly Jews saw that sin was primarily an offense against God. That's why in Genesis chapter 39 verse 9, Joseph also says how can I sin against God David openly acknowledges his sins and he vindicates the Lord he recognizes that any punishment that the Lord gives him at this point of time would be just because he deserves worse things at the hand of God, such greatness is his sin, his sin is so great he acknowledges in verses 4 and 5 that he is a sinner by choice and by nature. In verse 4 he says, I have sinned, consciously, willfully I have sinned. And verse 5 he says, I was brought forth in iniquity. Meaning, from the day I was born, the nature of sin is there inside of me. As we read in the word of God, the Adamic nature that is there in us makes us prone towards sin. Although, every time we sin, it is a willful yielding to sin nature. Having acknowledged that he is sinful, by choice and by nature, David now realizes in verse 6 that God is delighted with the truth in the inward being. Having confessed before God, in verse 4 and 5, David knows, You delight in me because I have made the true confession before you. You delight in the truth in the inner parts. And therefore finally he cries out in verse 7, Purge me with hyssop that I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. If you see the Old Testament, hyssop was used in the sprinkling services in the priesthood. Especially remember it was used for the Passover in Egypt where the blood of the Passover lamb was sprayed on the doorposts and the walls by the hyssop plant. Today my dear friends, if we need to be cleansed If we need to be washed and made whiter than snow, there is only one thing that cleanses us from our sin, and that is the blood of Jesus and the work that Jesus accomplished for us on the cross at Calvary. If you turn to 1 John chapter 1, verses 5 to 10, we will understand that this is the only thing that can save us, that can cleanse us from our sins. As it says in the hymn, in the English hymn, what can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? nothing but the blood of jesus so let us come before the cross let us come before the lord and for our sins let us ask him to create in me a clean heart cleanse me from within that i will be made whiter than snow the second part of the psalm says Psalm 51 verses 8 to 12 says restore me o god Now, David's sin had affected his entire person, his entire body was affected by the consequences of his sin. His heart and spirit were not right, and they were affected by the consequences of sin. Such is the high cost of committing willful sin before God. Now, David knew this, so he asked for more than cleansing. Cleansing is important, it's the stage one where we are cleansed from the sin. But then, After being cleansed, he wants his entire being to be restored so that he could serve the Lord acceptably. He wanted the joy of the Lord within his heart. If you see verse 12, he wants the joy of God once again within his heart. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. That's what he says. Not only does he want the joy of the Lord within him, he also wants the face of God to be smiling upon him because he was a man who was aware of and conscious of the great favor that he had before God. God was smiling on him before. God was pleased with him before. And he wants, once again, to be in the good books of the Lord. And so he asks the Lord in verse 10, Psalm 51 verse 10, which is the central verse of the psalm, the heart cry of David before God comes up and he says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. David says, Create a new heart within him. My heart is corrupted. I need your new heart. The other day, we read about a news item where a person in Kerala received a transplant of a heart. It is not a literal heart that David is talking about here, but the very inner being of his. He wants it to be recreated, he wants it to be renewed, he wants a new heart. He knows that his current heart is stony and corrupt. And he wants the Lord to give him a new heart. This is David's concern. He wants God to give him a steadfast spirit within him that will not be unsteady. David knew that the inner person, the heart, was the source of his trouble as well as the seat of his joy and blessing. And he recognizes that he is incapable of changing his own heart. Only God can work that miracle. In Ezekiel chapter 36, verses 25 to 27 the word of God says a new heart I will give you I will cleanse you from your filthiness you shall be made clean from your filthiness from your idols I will cleanse you a new heart I will give you a new spirit I will put within you I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh and I will give you a heart of flesh I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you shall keep my commandments and do them this is the miracle That God promises for every person who cries to God to restore him David cries out to God in verse 11 he says do not cast me away from your presence do not take your Holy Spirit away from me today we are blessed if we are a child of God the Holy Spirit abides with us forever but the children of God can miss the loving ministry of the Holy Spirit by grieving the Holy Spirit it says in Ephesians chapter 4 verse 30 by lying to the Holy Spirit, it says in Acts chapter 5, and by quenching the Holy Spirit by deliberate, continual disobedience. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 19. Psalm 51 verse 12, David cries out to God to restore to him the joy of salvation and uphold within me a willing spirit. What is a willing spirit? It is one that is not in bondage, but it is free and it is yielded to the Spirit of God who ministers To and through our human spirit within dearly beloved it is not simply enough to confess the sin and experience God's cleansing we must also let him renew us and lead us from within for the Word of God says Romans chapter 8 verse 14 for as many as are led by the Spirit of God are to be called the children of God the sons of God so let us ask God to renew us and lead us from inside so that we will conquer sin and that we will not succumb to temptation. After having prayed to God to cleanse him and to restore him, David now comes to the third part of the psalm where he says, Teach me the heart of service, O God. In Psalm 51 verses 13 to 18, we see the psalm taking a different tone. It is one of a person who has been restored but he now wants to serve God acceptably. And that desire is seen in the next few verses. Number one, he says in verse 13, I want to teach transgressors your ways so that sinners will return to you. I want to tell them about the ways that I have committed mistakes and your restoration so that they will not make the same mistakes that I have done, that they may be led back to the presence of God if they are in a sinful state. He wants to teach others the ministry of reconciliation back to God. He wants to encourage others that there is a way back to God. Secondly, we see in verses 14 to 15 that David says, Deliver me from my guilt so that my tongue will sing loud of your righteousness. Open my lips and my mouth will declare your praise. He wants to get back to his worshipful state. David was a man of God who was a worshipper. He used to worship God in spirit and truth. And he wants his worship back. He wants to be back in the presence of God praising Him and worshipping Him. Thirdly, he realizes the very heart of worship is different from the act of literally bringing sacrifices before him. He realizes that the true sacrifice that is pleasing to God is there in Psalm 51 verses 16 to 17. The word of God says, David cries out to God, For you will not delight in sacrifice, or else I would have given it to you. You will not be pleased with burnt offering. Verse 17, the sacrifices that are acceptable to God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O oh God, you will not despise. A right sacrifices are offered by a heart that is right before God, a heart that is broken and contrite. David realizes this and he realizes that God looks at his heart more than what he brings literally before the altar. And finally, David cries out to God in Psalm 51 verse 18. He says, Do good to Zion in your good pleasure. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. The walls of Jerusalem have been broken by my sin. But, O God, build up those walls so that once again we can be a secure city. Sin always breaks down the walls. But when we pray to God, when He cleanses us, when He restores us, When he teaches us the very heart of service, the Lord graciously, mercifully once again builds back the walls of our own hearts, the walls of our houses, the walls of our churches and the walls of our communities. Let us have the very same heart cry, my dear friends, about these three things. This psalm is not only about David. It is for all of us to approach God rightly and to receive his cleansing and his restoration and his enablement. Let our cry be, to God, cleanse me, O God, as it says in Psalm 51, verse 2, wash me from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. Secondly, let our cry be, restore me, O God, Create create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Thirdly, let us ask God to bring us to the heart of worship and service, where we say, let our hearts, which are broken and contrite before you, not be despised by you, but once again enable us so that we can minister in your presence. May the Lord help us to enjoy that pure relation with him and the sweetness of salvation that he has kept for us. May God bless you through the meditation of the scriptures.